Hey, how's it going, everybody? This is Joey Galvez here, and I'm here with my wife, Elizabeth. How's it going, wife? Doing good. How are you? And this is going to be another installment of, I don't know, should we call this the Elizabeth and Joey show? I prefer that more than the Joey and Elizabeth show. (laughs) (laughs) So today we're just going to be talking about a handful of topics that we thought we needed to bring forward and kind of just discuss, maybe have some hate mail sent to us. I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> I hope there's not a lot of hate mail. <laughs> usually when me and you get together and we talk about these deep discussions, <laughs> we usually get a little bit of hate mail. I don't know. Not really. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> but today we wanted to talk about, obviously, in the news, there's a handful of big discussions. And and my wife was telling me, I don't want to talk about these things. It's kind of been beat. You know, like a dead horse. Well, uh, there was no animals that were hurt in this, this <laughs> podcast. But, but there, there was obviously the R. Kelly thing. And and that's absolutely crazy, right? Well, and before we start with the R. Kelly thing, I'd rather start with the Gillette thing. Okay. Because it kind of goes into that negative that goes into the R. Kelly, Bill Cosby, 6 9 and all of that jazz. And the Me Too movement and all that stuff. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Well, how about we play the Gillette commercial so that people out there can know what we're talking about? Because when you showed this to me, I thought it was really interesting that there was a lot of backlash. But I, when you showed it to me, I was like, "This is actually, I like this. This is, this is cool. I, this is exactly what what men out there and our young men should be hearing." You know. Well, and and when I, I had come across it because you know scrolling social media, everyone kept talking all of this like negative about it, and so I thought, "Oh my gosh, is this going to be another one where women are over sexualized and uh-huh. you know men are put up on some weird pedestal and." Uh, So I watched it out of curiosity. And as I watched it, like I told you, I got a little emotional. Like I sat there going, oh, my gosh. So, yeah. Let's go ahead and play it and then we'll talk through it a little bit. I'll pause it if I need to here and there. So we'll kind of. But this is the the, the one we're talking about here, guys. So hopefully you guys can hear it. Is this the best a man can get? So this is really interesting here. You know, it, it shows the, one of the old old commercials you were talking about. And it's been going on far too long. We can't laugh at all. So right there, I, I, I want to pause this for a second because here we saw, you know, a handful of things where, where men were kind of, you know, obviously, you know, harassing women. What? There was a man grabbing a woman's uh, bottom and then kids were flipping through the channels and just sitting there and it was almost like they were like like they're desensitized to it. Well, they threw out seriously, I think in this uh, the first uh, 27 seconds, they threw out seven different stereotypes. Yeah. They threw out the mama's boy, they threw out the boys will be boys, they threw out the um sexual harassment. They threw out uh, the quote unquote a woman's places in a kitchen. They yeah. threw out like I I can't we'd have to re-go through it again to watch watch it but in in 27 seconds they threw out oh in the very beginning when they show the men looking in a mirror and they show that the more distinguished man okay. looking in the mirror and he's almost got tears in his eyes like he's looking at himself with yeah. not necessarily disgust but looking at himself like who am i what uh-huh. am i doing yeah this is a very powerful video and within the first 30 seconds it's so powerful and people want to talk down on it but 
this is this is so amazing right here the first 30 seconds because you got so much going on you have uh, you know we are desensitized to this kind of stuff right and that's what our kids are watching that's what our eight-year-old son and our and our infant son is watching and our daughter is right that's what our daughter is watching and and and, and and thinking is what who and what she is and she's watching these boys that are sitting there doing this and she goes to school every day thinking that this is what women are you know we we always have to get on her she's good she's a great kid and everything she really is but but she's still in a social setting and that's obviously what these kids are because they have youtube and all they want to do is they want to have video vlogs and 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 get uh, rich and famous off of this stuff right because it's at their fingertips and that's what it is so obviously she's in a social setting, so she sees what these kids like and they want. She wants to be like that because she doesn't want to be the social outcast because this is what we get. We get these bullies. We get these kids trash talking on their social media. And it just it's it's just a horrible thing to be bullied nowadays. Right. And we are so desensitized to this. And it's just horrible that men have become and, and I don't, I don't want to sit here and trash talk men, but. Uh, but because of how we're so desensitized to this, we've watched all this stuff. You know, what, what, what was that, that show where, you know, uh, uh, hey, uh, hey, Alice, I'll, I'm going to hit you. You know, what, what was the that? Honeymooners. Honeymooners when they're, you know, to the moon or whatever. To the moon with you, Alice. Yeah, it's, uh-huh. it's and that that's but that's back then. Right. But that's still going on now. It's just, it's a horrible thing to be desensitized to this kind of stuff. And we, we, we've talked about it a whole lot that some of the shows that were here, maybe it's like five, six years old, not even that, like three, four years ago, cannot ever be on TV. Any, 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 like, like The Office. They can never bring back The Office. And it's just so funny because The Office was recent, right? They can't bring back The Office because of how, how sensitive people are to it. And we kind of joke, oh, your people are too sensitive, but you know what? I think it's for the better, at least. For me, at least. There's a lot of tongue-in-cheek in there, yeah, for sure. Um, but going back to this, <laughs> we really need to watch it all the way through yeah, so that we can discuss quite a few points in it. Let's let's play it a little bit longer here and we'll talk about it. <laughs> what I actually think she's trying to say. Making the same old excuses. Boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. But something boys. finally changed. And there will be no going back. Because we, we believe in the best in men. Men need to hold other men accountable. I love that. Come on. To say the right. And right there, we saw some guys trying to talk to talk to girls and say, "Oh man, like because they're in bikinis." Some already. And the guy stops them. Hey man, come on. They're women. You respect them. I love that. And small. Mm-hmm. A dad telling his daughter that she is strong looking in the mirror. That's wonderful. I love enough. that. There's not enough. And a man coming to his watching in between two kids who are fighting where other gentlemen were saying boys will be boys. And we don't have enough of that. He was the only one that stepped up to stop them from 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 fighting and the boys will be boys that is you know i've heard that oh man boys will be boys oh they're just gonna be riley riled up and and they're gonna fight and all that stuff but that's we need to step out of that stereotype we need to stand up and do 
better. We need to have, you know, men who are going to step up and I, I hate to say it and I hate to do this, but we, we, we need less deadbeat dads and, and more dads who are going to be there, who are going to be a dad rather than just a father. Cause we, we've, we've always talked about, oh, you can father any kind of child, but it takes a man to be a dad, right? Well, so the very last quote that you, you see on this, and maybe there's another one, and I, I we've got nine seconds left of it, but it says, it's only by changing ourselves to do more that we can get closer to our best. And I think that, that the unfortunate thing is, is a lot of the critics on here and a lot of the people who had backlash were trying to say that this commercial was man-hating and that this was man-demeaning uh-huh. and what have you. And I found it I found it very interesting that when we watched it, we found it as very empowering to men. Yeah. That this was not a, you know, oh, you're a bad person or, oh, you're weak or whatever. But this was a be better than what you are now. You can be more yeah. than just, you know, that negative individual who thinks that your place is better than that person's place. And this isn't even man versus woman. This uh-huh. is even, this is man against man. You know, men, men trash on each other. They're hurtful and mean to each other. They bully each other. They talk down to each other. This commercial made me come out and I, I'm sure you can remember it last night. I came out and I grabbed my eight year old and I got on my knees and I yeah. looked him in his eyes and I said to him, it is, it is not a bad thing to be a mama's boy. It does not make you weak to love your mom. It mm-hmm. does not make you weak to love your sister. It does not make you weak to to be kind and sensitive and loving and caring. Ezekiel is definitely a man's man. He is a rough and tumble, <laughs> get dirty, play with bugs. He is the first yeah. one to grab, you know, and I, again, I'm not trying to be sexist when I say this, but he's the first one to grab a comic book and want to talk about Ninja Turtles or Batman yeah. or, or Spider-Man. He loves to build things with his Legos. Mm-hmm. And of course, I'm being very stereotypical when I say these things, but those are the, the cliche boy right. toys. Yeah. He loves his action figures. He he loves all of those things, but he is also the first one to be like, "Mom, do you want can I brush your hair?" And yeah. I'm just like, "Oh, I love you so right. much." Or when sis is, you know, there's there's that wonderful time of the month. He's the first one that's like, "Sis, can I get you some something to eat? Can I get you some candy? Can I?" Right. He is yeah, the he, sweetest, and- kindest little guy and i i love, love that, that. i oh. love that about him and what's we amazing had... about it is that it bled through into his school into his academics and absolutely and we we just had a parent teacher conference uh yesterday and his teacher said he is the first one anytime that somebody spills something or drops something mm-hmm. he's the first one even if he's across the room he'll jump right out of his seat and go help them he's ready to help because he's, he's there he's there to help and, and that is what's amazing and, and when and there's kids when there's kids on the playground, his teacher said that that maybe sitting off the side because their friends left them out of something or, or something like that. He's the first one to go or say, hey, do you need a friend? Do you need somebody to play mm-hmm. with you? And the kids are like, yeah. And so and then the two of them run off and go play. And I love that. And, and, and I, I don't know if it's because we are, <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and say, well, we, we've taught this in our in our in our home. And we sat down with our son and said, this is what you need to do. No, he's. Uh, we're not the perfect family at home, right? We've got a whole lot going on all the time. You know, dad's podcasting way too much and mm-hmm. mom's working a lot. And it's, yeah, we're, we're like a normal, typical family. People get neglected sometimes, right? But something is working where 
he is doing the right thing. And I don't know if it's because of our morals and the things that we've taught, you know, in general, and he's doing something. But, man, I am I am super impressed and proud of him. And I can't be more of a proud dad than well, I wish I was more like him. And I think I think a lot of it has to do with that. We we as as people have a lot of opportunities to serve and we take advantage of those opportunities to go out and serve others. And we we request our kids to assist us in serving others, which I think is a wonderful thing. But one thing that I wanted to highlight is in here in this commercial in itself, it, it showed some people, you know, it showed the men in the line, boys will be boys, will be boys, will be boys, giving the impression that it's acceptable to be violent, giving the acceptable that it's okay to be inappropriate or disrespectful or, or yeah. inconsiderate. But, and, and I'm not going to name names, but we had a family member staying with us for some time. And mm-hmm. Ezekiel is, he's a sensitive guy along with yeah. all of those rough and tumble boy things comes along with this very sweet, kind, sensitive guy. Yeah. And sometimes when just like any of us get overwhelmed, he struggles with how to control his emotions. Uh-huh. And sometimes when his emotions can't be controlled or geared towards something specific, he gets emotional and he starts yeah. to cry. Yeah. And we had a family member staying with us for a while who was definitely of an old school mentality mm-hmm. and made statements to him. Oh, quit crying like a girl. Oh, toughen up. Yeah. Toughen up. Suck it up. Quit crying like a girl. Now, I need to say this out loud very quickly. I come from a family of old school thinkers. My father was born in 1933. He was an orphan on the streets of New Jersey. It was hard. My mother was born in 1945. She was an army brat, went to 19 schools in 12 years. My parents were not coddly, lovey, huggy, dovey, hippy dippy, none of that jazz. So a lot of these sensitive qualities that I talk about are things that I've studied and I've learned that there's a difference between nurturing and coddling. And I am a huge believer that if somebody is having an emotional issue, let's let's talk about it. I know that's, yeah. that that statement is so overused, but I do. I believe that there's power in that. I think that too long people have been told, don't talk about your feelings. Now, I don't think we need to sit down and give each other a, a six-hour lecture and dissertation on the emotional breakdown and aspect of my feelings and you hurt me and I hurt you. And No, 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 no. I, I, right. Nobody has time for that. But if your baby is hurting, love him. Yeah, because otherwise there's a quote that's going around and it says something to the effect of it's harder to fix a broken adult than it is to fix a crying child. Yeah. And I hold that so near and dear to my heart. What are we teaching our children, men and women? This commercial is geared towards men, but what are we teaching our children? Yeah. Are we teaching them that it is acceptable to be treated with disrespect? Are we teaching them that it is acceptable to disrespect? <clears throat> I had a yeah. conversation with a gentleman that I work with yesterday who is definitely from the old school. And there was a situation on the news where a grown man punched an 11 year old girl. Oh my God. And I am not, I am not, I am not going to get into it because I definitely (laughs) have an opinion that is not going to be agreed with by the mass society. (laughs) I am just going to say, because I I think you you talked about it and I disagreed with you. That if an 11 year old stepped to me, 
I'm just going to say that that child is probably going to be on the floor as well. However, I'm going to end that conversation there. But what I am no, going to say is this. No, I'm not going to get into it further. No, I'm that's not, horrible. I'm not. That's so horrible. Anyway. Don't say you're going to punch a kid. I didn't say that. I did not say that. If you rewind this and re-listen to it, there is nowhere in there that I said I would punch a kid. However... I'll let you read between the lines. Now, what I am going to say is this, is I have taught my children and we, excuse me, we have taught our children that if somebody comes up to them and physically, emotionally, verbally, mentally abuses them, sexually Uh abuses them, and they have said, stop, no, don't. And that individual, male, female, child, adult, dog, I don't care comes at them again. Uh I have told, we have told our children, you have every right to protect yourself in whatever means that is. If that is screaming, scratching, yanking, kicking, pulling, spitting, biting, picking up a rock, I don't care. You have the right to protect yourself because you are worthwhile. You are special. You are an individual and nobody has the right to damage who you are for their own personal gratification. I agree. End of that. So where the bullying thing comes in, my kids won't get bullied because I will not allow them to be bullied because they will learn to stand up for themselves. Period. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And and, and to talk about this this uh, sexual misconduct. Oh, my <laughs> well, gosh. Perfect segue here. R. Kelly is in the news. Uh, oh and and I thought he was completely irrelevant. I didn't think he was still around doing anything. But apparently he is. And he is still selling out shows even after these allegations so he uh, so there's a documentary that came out on netflix um i forget exactly what it's called surviving r kelly there you go my wife has seen it i believe Mm -hmm. and um and i should actually see it and and i don't know that you'll make it through i think that it'll just uh, cause such anger that you will you just you won't i don't know that you'll make it through go on though so it's a docuseries i believe and Mm -hmm. there's a handful of women who have come out and accused him of sexually assaulting them or, or raping them and things of this nature. And sexually involved with underage girls, underage girls, crazy, wild yeah. and absolutely outrageous. We all knew that, that he had been involved in things like that in, in the past, right? Where he did some really horrible things with some underage girls and everybody just kind of brushed it off and kind of, and that's, that's kind of what this, this series has been talking about. There's even been uh, there's actually been been artists who went on there and said, and kind of uh, recused themselves from any, from any involvement that they've had with him and said, you know, I regret doing anything because this is anything with him because of these allegations. I I should have I should have looked I should have been more aware. This is absolutely outrageous. So, wh- what are your thoughts? And what did you like about the? Oh my goodness! How do you I, how do you feel about the? the series? I have so many thoughts and so many opinions on this. And again, I am I am not going to be a fan of anybody after this. Um, <laughs> however, or nobody's going to be my fan. Whatever, I don't need fans because you know I'm I'm okay by myself. However, hey, whatever. I mean, people people are going to give us hate mail. Whatever. Uh, yeah. That's fine. <laughs> so l- let's 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 cut the crap on some stuff here. Okay. This uh-huh. is a grown man. He is eight. Okay. He's not a grown man. He's not a grown man. He is an 18 year old hanging out at a high school. What on earth do you think he's doing? Right. Yeah. He is a grown man over the age of 18, over the age of 21, hanging out at a mall, picking up girls 
Yeah. With an entire entourage. So you're telling me so that you, if you're, you're so you're saying so you're saying when he was 18 he was doing that. Oh yeah, in yeah, high yeah. And then when he was 21 he was in the malls doing that. Oh yeah. Okay. He, he's always been doing okay. it since he was 18. He dropped out of school um, his senior year and never left high school. He never left. Wow. So you're telling me, Joey, as as a man, okay, and you have. 10 of your friends with you and all 10 of your friends are following you around. Okay. Because you are the podcaster of the group and everyone wants a, a piece of your <laughs> podcasting never gonna happen. amazement. Okay. <laughs> so there's, there's you and 10 of your boys. Okay. So there's 11 of you and you guys walk in to Scottsdale fashion square mall and you guys <laughs> sit down at the food court and you tell your boy, Hey, she looks, she looks cute. What confusion is there right here? This is a 15 year old child that you just told yeah. your boy she looks cute. Hey, tell her to meet me at my hotel later. Can somebody explain to me the confusion here? Is there, is there confusion here? There's no confusion here. Every single person in his entourage is an accomplice to his sexual assault. Yeah. They should all yeah, be charged with sexual assault. This is a, a human being who, let it happen, yeah. who perpetrated yeah. on other human beings, male, female, and otherwise. Now, I have heard – oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I have a lot You guys should see her. She's turning red. <laughs> I have a lot of – Different Oops, people sorry. on my social media, um, uh-huh. grown folk, young folk. I okay. So the gamut goes across, and there is a individual on one of my social medias who is a grown woman. She is in her sixties. She's a grown woman. Okay. She has adult children and close to adult grandchildren, and she uh-huh. had the audacity to make the statement that these children were the ones at fault. Are you kidding me? Are and you kidding me? She oh is of, she is, uh, uh, and I, when I read that, wow. at first I sat there going, how were they at fault? Well, at, at first I sat there going, when I was 17 years old, I was living, when I was 15, I was living on my own. It was the first time I moved out of my house. I had a full-time job. I had dropped out of high school. I knew what I was doing. Okay. My yeah. roommates were older. I was making choices with older people, but- I was aware that they were older. I was aware that they were older. I knew what I was doing. And I knew on certain levels that it was wrong. Okay? There's number one. Number two, where are the parents? Where is the mom? Where is the dad? Because I'll tell you what, my parents had called my butt in as a runaway. But I was gone. I was gone. But my parents did their due diligence to attempt to find me, locate me, whatever we want to say. Uh So there's a little past on me. So I'm not the sweet little innocent girl. I am aware of what was going on in in this cruddy situation. Yeah. Okay. You you lived. You lived. I lived. You lived these portions of these things. Yes. So I am aware of it. Where are these parents? Again, going back to it. Where are these dads? Now you want to pull up the statistics on these young girls that were sexually assaulted by R. Kelly, find their dads. Yeah. Where are the men in their lives? Where are the uncles standing up and going, all right, your dad's not here. Let me teach you. Mm -hmm. Let me help you. Where are the grandpas? So now we go, you know, full circle back to where are these, oops, sorry, where are these men being men? Now, so we've blamed the, we've blamed the children. We've blamed the parents, but yet nobody has still blamed 
the person doing it or the yeah. entourage allowing it to happen. These I haven't, haven't men heard any... were allowing them to come into the studio. These men were ushering yeah. them to hotel rooms. These men <clears throat> knew they were booking the rooms. They were booking the flights. They were they were all doing it and pretending they didn't know it. Yeah, they were I haven't heard anybody it. else's name other than R. Kelly. And this is the the, the thing here. You're right. They they all they're accomplices because yeah they may not 100%. have done the act, but they helped in the act and they helped you know get he the was girls making there. videos and they were watching them. They That's, might as well have so, been doing the act. But the, but that is, but that right there. <laughs> Do you think that he was the only one doing the act? Absolutely because, not. Because because you know think about it now because you go back to how you were saying you have you have all your boys there and your boys are the ones. That are going and getting these girls mm-hmm. for you. You don't think that these guys are actually okay with it themselves? They're like, yeah, she's banging. You know what I mean? And, and then they then they go and get a couple of them. Hey, you got some girlfriends? I mean, come on. That's what they that's what they do, right? Mm-hmm. That's what guys do. Uh, you know, I'm a guy, and I I was like, hey man, you think she's got a got a home girl? You know? Yeah. And, and come on, these guys are gonna do that. Your wife is sitting next to you. <laughs> That was millions <laughs> of years before us. Right? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But just but kidding. and I was and and let me tell you, I was the one. I was not anything, anything. And uh, we're not going to get into that. I was not a handsome guy. Whatever. I have talked to your mom, and she has told me stories. No, but that no, is a different story too. Anyway. Stay tuned for our next podcast where you hear a marital couple argue. <laughs> <laughs> but no, th- th- I don't think that these guys that that are in his entourage are anything innocent nope. either. They, I think they were involved. I'm sure I they all they, dabbled. I think that yeah, I think they they there's some some girls that possibly could be coming out very soon, uh, saying that hey, he was not the only one doing mm-hmm. this. It was all of them. Now watching because I watched I actually did not watch all of them so I shouldn't sit here and say I've watched them all but I did watch like four or five of them and the one thing that that did stand out is that his abuse was not just sexual it was very much emotional oh, yeah. he yeah. was what's uh, grooming them to a place oh, yeah. where yeah, they what, they could not talk to each other now this that's this what these is sexual the, predators do though they groom them and they and they and they they separate them so that they don't have um so that they don't have a mind of their own. Okay, so but- that the other people don't say, "Hey, this is really wrong," and and influence them uh, against what he is influencing them to to get hit for his own gain. To a place where he would have five or six of these girls in a vehicle together, and none of them were allowed to speak to each other because wow. none of them were allowed to know that. What he was doing behind quote unquote closed doors with one, he was doing with the other and with the other. So none of them were allowed to swap stories or know what was happening to each other. That's so horrible. These girls were not allowed to communicate. They were not allowed to talk when they would be at the studio for months on end with him. They were not allowed to get phone calls from their parents. There were filtering systems through everything. They were not allowed to just go and come and whatever. They... They were just used for his entertainment and pleasure. This sounds so this this does not sound like a musical artist. This sounds like like something that you would see like on a lifetime movie right. where where girls are just being 
trafficked in and out. Yeah, it's just 100%. what somebody who is a musical artist right. would do. So this, here's, uh, oh my here's the kicker with it. Because it gets like this has so many stinking dimensions of, of nasty that go with it. So here's the kicker. The community that he comes out of, and they are all like, oh, yeah, we've got to, oh, one of ours made it out and we've got to like amp up his music. They okay. all knew what he was doing. They all knew what he was doing. But because you can't hold him down because that would be considered racial or otherwise, we're going to allow him to continue this filthy behavior because at least one of ours got out of said community. Okay. Number one. Number two. I think you two, told me, you said you. So the reason why you're saying that is because you had told me that somebody came out and said mm-hmm. that, oh man, he's a part of our community. He's a part yep. of this, my neighborhood or whatever. Yep. We were so proud of him getting out. Yep. And, we had an idea what was going on, and yep. we kind of thought there was something fishy going Absolutely. on here with this. They knew but it. we didn't they, speak we up. We said nothing because we did not want to put the, a, put another put another African American man down. Or, and but or that was the quote. They brother didn't, down. They exactly. Would say, they said. That is exactly what was said. Now, so here here's one of the things that that also was said is on one week he would be doing these deplorable, filthy horrible things to these children because we are not just talking about a 16, 17, almost 18-year-old woman. We are talking about 12 and 13-year-old children. Please, please keep this in mind. If you have children at home, look at your children. I have a 15-year-old and I cannot fathom this happening. Okay? So on one week, he's doing these filthy, atrocious things and he is selling out shows, singing Bump and Grind and Age Ain't Nothing But a Thing. Let's please remember remember some of the titles of his music and, you know, the collaborations with his 15-year-old wife, Aaliyah. Age Ain't Nothing But a Thing. Let's yeah. Let's think about this. It was all in front of us. And then the next Sunday, he's playing a gospel show at a church. Yeah. Let it sit in, everybody. Because to this day... R. Kelly's music is being played in a church somewhere and they are having worship services to his music, not music that he redid, music he wrote. Think about that. Let it sink in people because while everyone wants to scream the Me Too movement and take such and such actor or actress out of such and such show because of choices they made, this individual... People are praising and worshiping to music he wrote while he was raping children. And nobody has pulled that. That's so crazy. Now, for these artists that have decided that they are going to take themselves out of the R. Kelly circle, you honestly think for one second they didn't know what was going on? They have been collaborating with him for more than a yeah, decade. I mean, they were and in the studio. They, they had to know? have seen something at least. Thank you. On yeah. what planet, Joey, if, if, because right now we do this in, in, in house, but let's say one day yeah. we have a studio and all of a sudden I show up at your studio and you've got 12, 14, 15 year old girls sitting there watching this. Yeah. Do you think for one second I would be like, that's normal? No, you, the first thing you do is come through that door and be like, that's kind of weird. Now, and, 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 if, and if, one if of you your don't boys, stand up and say, it, What's going on here? Why are all these little girls doing here? Uh-huh. Oh, they're just my fans. They're just here to see. Right? Well, Have some fans that are your own age. That's just like, weird. That's so creepy. Like, what on earth? Now, if any one of your friends walked in and was okay with having a bunch of 13, 14, 15-year-old girls hanging out, like, it, it just, it doesn't 
make sense. It doesn't make sense. And I don't want to hear, I thought they were older. I don't want to hear it's the parents' fault. I don't, I don't want to hear anything. I want somebody to stand up and be like, this is wrong. This needs to stop. If you see it, stop it. Everyone wants to say if, if what is the whole terrorist thing? If you see something, say something. Exactly. (laughs) If you see something, say something. If I see a creepy dad groping his daughter in Walmart, you better believe I'm going to say something. Yeah. That's so just stop putting this stuff under a rug. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Stop letting it. it go too far. This needs to stop. We need to stop having this this weird um, obsession. Uh, no, no, this whole family secret thing. Stop uh-huh. the family secret. This is it's enough. I know it's embarrassing. I know it's sad. Yeah. I know it's 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 hard to admit that your husband, your brother, your cousin, your uncle. Stop it. Stop it. Because what yeah. we're doing is perpetrating more yuck in the future. And it's just keeping it going. It's going to get you don't, worse. If you don't speak up and, and, and deal with it now, it's just going to get, yeah, it's going to snowball. I know it's uncomfortable. I know it's uncomfortable it's to an- talk about. I know it's something that nobody wants to hear about. But if you don't, then what? How many generations are going to be affected? These yeah. girls, these girls that are now women, where are they? What is happening in their mindset? Yeah. What is their worth? What is their value? Because nobody stood up for them. Yeah. And, and, you know, we need to stand up from them now. Now that they're older, now that they're coming out and saying something about this, we need to back them up and say, great job. You're, you, you're doing something about it now. Yeah. There's going to be naysayers out there and be like, they just want money. They just want money because now the, whatever. Stop that. Stop right. that. That's that's like we were watching a video of it had to be Fox News, right? Mm-hmm. We were talking about that Gillette commercial. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that we watched it and the first thing the guy said, well, what are they trying to sell me? They're trying to sell me that Gillette hates men. They're they're a company for men that hates men. What are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You did not see the commercial for what it was, right? right. You people see what this is for what it is. Right. If somebody's hurting somebody in a, in a, in this, this horrific manner, right. Say something, step up, do something about it. Forget about the repercussions. Forget about the embarrassment. Forget about what the ridicule that it's going to do to you or your family or whatever, whatever capacity it is. Say something, do something about it. Let's stand up for these women in our lives because come on, these women are precious to us, right? They birth our children, they are the mothers and, and, and I may be the, uh, you know, a little bit privy to this part of it because my wife just had a child. He is 11 months old. He's going to be a year next month. And in this last week, he's been really sick. It's the first time that he's been sick in almost a year and like really sick. He had a fever and all this stuff and we, and, and everything. And he kind of gave us a scare because his temperature went almost, he went, it went too high for an infant. And that is a scary situation to be in, right? He wanted comfort. Dad was going to comfort him, but he didn't want dad's comfort. He wanted mom's comfort because mom is there for him. Mom is everything for him. Mom is food. (laughs) Mom is love. Mom is encouragement. Mom is strong. Mom is mom, right? And that's, that's, that's just what it is. And, and, and this is not one of those, this is a woman's place is a woman's places to, to rear the children and be the, be the, the one in the, in the kitchen or whatever. And, and, no, 
this it, it's it's what it is it's this the natural instinct of of our children he wants mom's comfort because he's with mom more than he is with dad and and that's only because he's breastfed and he's you know this is what it is and and i love it because and i love to sit there and watch him look at mom and it's with this he, he, and he doesn't speak yet right he says he says words but he doesn't uh, obviously he's not he's he's not old enough to have sentences but I can see him speak to his mother through his eyes and the way he looks at her. And it's just such an amazing feeling to see that. And then, and all of our children do it. My eight year old son does it. My 15 year old daughter does it. When they see mom, they, they, they give her this unconditional love and they don't even have to speak one word. And that is what our, what our women in our lives are to us. That's what they should be to every single man in this world. We should look at these women with that admiration in our eyes, too, and we don't even have to speak a word. Why do we have to ridicule these women? Why do we have to hurt these women in our lives in this manner? Why? Why do that? Does it make you feel big? Does it make you feel big and bad and macho? I've never been this big macho guy where I sit there around the around the, the basketball court joking around with the guys and ragging on each other. I've never been that guy. I, I was always a punk rock guy. I was like, you guys are gonna, you guys are jocks. You're sitting over here and and joking on each other and and pulling on each other's jock straps. Dude, come on, are you serious? I've never been that guy. I've always been the guy that that sat there and admired anything that was positive in my life or or anything. So when I see my wife caring for my children like that, I look at her and maybe I don't say it enough to her. And I'm sorry, but I, I should probably say it enough to you. But I do appreciate her and what she does in our home when she goes out there and works and then comes home and still cooks and cleans and takes care of the kids and plans out our entire lives. I admire everything that she does. And why don't we as men step up and say enough is enough and be this man and do exactly what these women do. Why can't we be as strong as these women? If, if that's all I can say, that's, that's what I, I can say. So thank you. <laughs> I'm slightly speechless. Which if you know me, I'm never speechless. So um, you're probably going to have to edit out a lot of quiet there. Cause I, um, I'd like a copy of this so that I can hear that again, please. Um, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> but on, on that note, I'd like to piggyback that I came yeah. across a quote the other day, excuse me. And it says, our generation is so busy trying to prove that women can do everything a man can do. Women are losing the unique qualities that set us apart, that God-given femininity and unique way our creator designed us. Women weren't created to do everything a man can do. Women were created to do everything a man can't do. Amazing. And then it follows up and it says, a lioness does not try to be a lion. She embraces her role as a lioness. She is powerful, strong, and nurturing. She does not mistake her meekness for weakness. Yeah, I love that. The world needs more kind, compassionate, humble, faithful, persevering, confident, fierce, bold, pure, and tender-hearted woman. Be one of them. I love that. How did it go? And she, she does, does not, not confuse her meekness as weakness. I love that. I think that's going to be the quote of the week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do not confuse your meekness for weakness. I think that's what what that's what this whole entire you know, show's been about this whole episode has been about 
That exactly. Well, we that that sums it all up. I hate when people say they're a gender role, but there's nothing wrong with that. It's okay for a man to be a man and to be strong and to be sensitive. And there's nothing yeah. wrong with a woman being a woman and being strong and being sensitive. And just because yeah. a woman does not have maternal instincts does not mean that she's not a woman. And just because a man has the paternal instincts does not make him not a man. And I think that yeah. that is yeah. where there's so much chaos and confusion in today's world. I will follow up your statements of being such an awesome mom and woman and all that <laughs> and say that there are times where I cannot calm our children, but you can. Mm -hmm. There are times where I cannot get on their level and you can. And maybe it's because yeah. you've got a Funko Pop collection and they <laughs> like that. And I don't. I don't know. But there there are times where I can't reach them, but you can't. And that does not make you less of a man. To me, that makes you more of a man. When my babies are crying and they want their dad, that is the moment where I look at you and I honor your manhood yeah. because it takes a man and a woman. And there's where the controversy comes in and the hate mail comes at us. <laughs> but that is my stance. But I'm sorry. We, but we can't speak for everybody else's home life, right? But we could speak for our, our mm -hmm. life. If, if, if you want me to reel back and say, all right, some guys, you guys touched on too, too, too touchy of a subject there. Sorry. I'm, I'm just going to touch, say, here, in my home, that's what it is. Right. In my home, that's what our dynamic is. Mm -hmm. and, and I appreciate that because... Because I, I do, I do love when they want mom, and I love that. I look at her in admiration when they want her, and when they want me, it is amazing, <laughs> and and I love that feeling too. I think our our news baby, he he does that more than than our previous son, and and, and I may be re remembering it a little bit differently because it's he's new, and that's been eight nine years ago already, you know. So uh, he may have done that too, and, and there and there was times where. Our son Ezekiel has done that because it's new Remy. I, I see him and he does that with me. Like, like today he wanted dad. He wanted dad. He, he cried, cried, cried. And he wants me to hold him and he wants to sit in, in my podcast chair with me and look at this stuff and play with my stuff. Every time that I'm over here recording or editing, he comes in my area because he wants to be a part of it too. What did you he, say last night when you clock in? So does he. Yeah, when I clock in, he he he's like, oh, I'm like, oh man, here he comes. I hear him crawling, and here he comes. He wants to clock in with me. Mm -hmm. And Ezekiel does the same thing. Even Jordan, our daughter, mm -hmm. like when I'm sitting over here, she it's 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 so funny because it's it's kind of like I'm over here trying to do stuff, and I'm trying to like edit and, and get into the mode and try to try to focus, but I'm always being pulled away because my kids love me, and when I'm doing this, they love how. I don't know if it's because they love how passionate I am for this and, and they want that passion to kind of uh, rub off on them. I guess right. maybe that's what it is. And that's why they gravitate towards me when I'm here in this podcast chair. But I, I kind of love it sometimes. And, and I might have to say, I'm sorry to my podcast partners because I sometimes take too long uh, getting the episodes out, but <laughs> sorry guys, but it's because my kids are always wanting me and I love that. And because and our amazing. goal is to grow humans that are capable yeah. to grow humans that are not drains on society, but are treasures to society. If for a lack and of they, better word, and they have something to say and they have, they yes, have, they that, have a mind of their own. That is our strong, goal. And they have a strong will. 
And sometimes that might backfire on you. It definitely does. <laughs> that, and you know, we have three for a reason. One to entertain us. <laughs> One to, you know, give us heart issues. And one to set us up when you're and old. And one to set us up when we're old. Yes. <laughs> I think I think that's going to be about it. I don't think I have anything more. I think we, we touched on a whole lot of stuff that we already wanted to say. We might get a whole lot of hate mail, oh, but yeah. you know what? I love it. This was amazing. I appreciate every time you come on with me. And, and talk about this stuff because you're the only one that I have this kind of chemistry with and I can get so deep into these things with. And it's, it's funny. I love it. Me and you should continue a show and just have an ongoing show all the time. <laughs> We talk about this all the time, <laughs> but I can never get you to record with me <laughs> unless something like this happens. And then I'm like, yep. <laughs> yes, sir. Right. Well, we will see you guys later. Thank you for listening. If there's any more listeners by the end of this episode, <laughs> we hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we, you guys haven't turned it off towards the beginning <laughs> or the middle. <laughs> hopefully we still have at least one listener who's is still out there listening to this. Um, is there anything else you want to want to add? No, babe. Thanks. <laughs> All right, we'll see me. you guys later. Thank you for listening, and we'll uh, we'll we'll check you guys later. Bye.